Okay. <laughs> now we're live. We're live. Yeah. Oh, nice. If I could play an instrument, I would create a theme song for us, but I don't know how to play any instruments. You know, how, you, you know how I play any? Uh, I can play a little bit of a lot of things. <laughs> this, I feel like that's very much my personality, though. Yeah. I can do a little bit of a lot of things. I'm a jack of all trades. I can't uh, see you. We're we're sitting in our room in uh, the dark. Well, I think the jack of all trades can do. Ugh. <laughs> Not that they do a little bit of everything. I think they can do everything. Oh, just doubt my abilities. <laughs> Here, so you're, you're like a you're like an Ajax of all trades. Since I like to paint the picture for, um, oh, I just use the closet. Hold on, because it turns off. Let me paint the picture, because they can't see us. Okay, go ahead. Um, we're in our room in the dark because we just, I don't know, I feel like hanging out in the living room these days is just like more effort yeah. for some reason. Yeah. Like, we've just been so tired. Tell me what we do with the TV. Yeah, we've been putting the TV in our room because we, we have a desk. We unplug it from the living room. And put which it on which desk. is more effort than to just <laughs> sit our asses on the couch. <laughs> it sure is. But I don't know, just like the thought of sitting up on the couch and staying alert just seems more tiring than to just come lay down um but i'm laying on the bed brian's sitting on the desk chair and he's using our little garbage can to hold up his microphone so that's how we're conversating today yep we're in the yuppie ups but it's been a while i feel like we've been very busy i mean that's like our punchline it's been a while yeah it is that's you know what we're changing we're rebranding yeah we're gonna be called it's been a while <laughs> yeah the podcast we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna be called inconsistent <laughs> no i like it's been a while um but it has been a while it's got a nice catchphrase to it and um a lot has happened and I think that's just how life is and I'm just accepting it and at this point there is no timetable for when things just thank God we can upload thank God we have the tools and the ability to do it but it happens when it happens yeah because last time was it was that all messed up it's like it wouldn't work we couldn't upload it Ugh, and then they were like was, oh yeah there's a bug we're trying to fix it it was a whole thing but um yeah we had a uh, I think I don't know who got f sick first, but me and Sebastian both got sick. I think it was Sebastian that got sick first, and that's just hard in itself. Um, I lost my voice for a little while. I generally have, I think I do, like a scratchier voice. Um, so I was, I really like didn't sound great, and we were gonna record the podcast too. And I remember looking at you. And just being like, I can't do it. My yeah. voice is just too tired. So that happened. Um, and then Easter, birthdays, just a lot of events that have just kept us very busy mm. and very tired. Yeah, it was, was it? I think it was Sebastian's birthday first, then it was Easter. Yeah. But uh, this last weekend and this last week, or yeah, this this weekend has been very difficult on us. We've been going through it. Yeah. It was... uh, I don't even know where to start. Long story short, though, on Saturday, because today we're recording, it's Tuesday. 
We were supposed to go to a cotillion. Well, we, we, we did go. We did go. We but supposed to. we woke up with like the intentions of getting ready to go and stuff. Yeah. And everything was fine. We were, you know, doing our regular routine. And Sebastian ended up breaking out into hives, which has happened before. And usually we can just throw him in the bathtub, wash him, and it resolves the issue. Yeah. It doesn't happen very often where it's all over his body. But at that point, it wasn't. It was just on his legs a little bit. Like, it's, it's so much has happened that it, it there really is no time. Yeah. And, I, and I also just don't want to, like talk about it a lot anymore because yeah. i just yeah we usually know that like the the trace of origin or like the start of it mm-hmm. usually because he would like you know like sink his face into like our cat things like fur and then that would cause like a hive yeah but they're like, but, like little yeah but like this time it had just came out of nowhere and we were just like okay let's go rinse him mm-hmm. thinking but... that if it is fangs hair that it would just wash off mm-hmm. but it didn't <laughs> and just throughout the last two days, it got progressively worse to the point where he just couldn't sleep here anymore. It wasn't safe for him to sleep here anymore. Yeah, his he, face got real swollen. Yeah, we had to take him to the hospital. Um, And again, long story short, because I just don't think I have the mental capacity to, to keep reiterating the story. But um, we basically flipped our house like upside down cleaning it we got we threw away his bed we replaced his curtains we did ev- anything and everything you could think of to try and eliminate um what it could possibly be in our environment because every time he steps foot outside of here he's fine um with the exception of he has a a, a blankie that he's extremely emotionally attached to and anytime he would rub it on his face he would break out and that blankie obviously follows him everywhere he goes, including here. Um, but when he didn't have it, so like if we went to the store or something, he was perfectly fine. His his face would start to clear up. So we were at least able to deduce that it was happening here. Yeah. Fang had to leave. He is no longer here with us right now. Not permanently. Not yeah. As um, of right but now. just as of right now, just to to kind of cover all of our bases. Yeah, we don't want because I mean we've read and a lot of things about allergies is that one allergy can start a flare-up and then another allergy can just intensify that Mm flare-up yeah so So we decided that it was just best and it is also just easier to clean when there's not a cat constantly shedding everywhere yeah so fang left a couple days ago that was really hard um we've been kind of going back and forth between my mom's house um, so that Sebastian can sleep there safely and take his naps there, which has also been very hard. Um, washing pretty much every article of cloth that yeah. exists amongst us, yeah. not just our clothes, but like everything we've thrown out rugs. We've, it's really just been a wild couple yeah. of days and this all just started on Saturday. Yeah. Anything can hold anything that can really hold like dust and skin particles yeah we've just like had to think like yeah we wiped down the walls like literally everything so we're kind of at the point where today we had a really good day um it was the first day where he we brought him back home and um we had last night we stayed up until one in the morning yeah deep cleaning it's crazy 
mm-hmm, deep cleaning and we we both were like okay well at this point if we bring him home and he has a flare-up within the the time that he's here then obviously it's in the environment and we need to start talking about moving so we were like that'll be the first step so we came home everything was great we were able to have a lovely day we bought him a new bed he mm-hmm. napped in his bed perfectly fine nothing happened again long story short we went through the whole day perfect yeah and we yeah. were like, we were like which i think is something we all needed like just because when the whole everything that's happening with him having to spend the night and spending majority of his days at grandma and grandpa's like we didn't really give to give him the attention that we usually do so i think today it was just something that he really needed for himself mm-hmm. because he was he was loving it he was you know he had mama he had papa he was he was both like we were both there with him and he was just getting everything that he wanted from us like in terms of like you know like just spoiling him we yeah. just spoiled him today and we spoiled each other in like we were very way. optimistic yeah and i think cautiously optimistic but very hopeful everything was going really well um we had a really really nice day mm-hmm. and we towards the end of the day we were playing in his room and winding down and again we were having a lot of fun um and i noticed that his cheeks were starting to get really rosy and i touched them and when you have hives you touch them they're hot to the touch because your skin is inflamed and it's irritated and especially in children's skin and toddlers they're very sensitive so it doesn't take very long for it to happen yeah Um, but I noticed that it started to get really rosy and it was right after Brian had wiped his Sebastian's face because he had food on his cheeks. So we kind of just like chalked it up to that. But all day, as lovely as the day was, we've been super on edge. Like any little mark on his skin, we like, and when I, and, and I wish I could show you how bad it got. And why it's causing us to be a little crazy. <laughs> yeah. But well, it was scary. Yeah. And I mean, we also did like readings and stuff. And obviously, we're, we're no doctor, so we can't confirm. But like, you know, there's websites that are trusted like by doctors and stuff that we've read. And it's just everything leads to it just intensifying. And it's just like, oh, if you are allergic to this, commonly you just get runny nose, stuffy nose you know watery eyes mm-hmm. you know this and third and then it's like oh but if you if you do have like you know if it's like moderate you get a rash if it's if it like the next level would be swellingness like super bad rash which is where he's at and then like no it's not a rash they're like it, we're like welts kind of yeah right? they're, they were like welts yeah. yes his yeah. body but his entire body was covered yeah, in and them and then it says like it's and then he started scratching which only intensifies the swelling mm. and then the next thing would be like asthma yeah so there's like wheezing. stages of the instead of it it intensifying and yeah. it it the stage the stages progress where like if it continuously happens to his body if his body is constantly under attack like that that's where it could lead to and it's very common in young children to develop asthmatic um, symptoms due to allergies that go untreated so obviously our number one priority was okay we can't just let him live like this because honestly up until well 
all of Saturday, pretty much, he didn't pay much mind to it. You would have mm. thought that nothing was bothering him. He yeah. wasn't scratching. It took him like a whole nother day to start scratching it um, and touching it. But even then, he wouldn't scratch. He scratches his eczema more than he scratched the hives. Yeah, it'd just be mostly his face. I, th- mm. I feel like he'd but, scratch. And he wouldn't even really scratch it. He just, his blankie, he likes to rub it on his face. It comforts him. And so he would rub it on his face and that would just make it worse because whatever was on his blankie was irritating his skin. And right. it was just like this vicious cycle. So whatever. All of this is happening. And because of all of this, Brian and I are like really trying to be present in the moment with Sebastian and enjoying the day with him and with each other because it's just been really hard and long. But also like any little bruise or bump or scratch that we would see on his skin we were like oh my god is that it oh my god like just super on edge is really hard to to live life like that um and i had even told him in the car i was like my heart really goes out to parents and people who who have loved ones who deal with like very serious scary life-threatening medical issues and then like being in recovery how do you live life with someone who's in recovery and not feel like you're constantly gripping the edge of your seat for dear life praying that it doesn't come back yeah it is just such a horrible like gut-wrenching feeling and so we were in his room and his cheeks got rosy and immediately both of our stomachs just like sank to our buttholes yeah just like feels like we did all of this hard work and it just like like feeling defeated and like like, gotcha like yeah like it's it's very much so like we felt like we solved the problem even though we didn't we still don't know what it was like we can chalk it up to a million things of what we think it could have been yeah yeah and i think that stresses us out too because we're like oh it's the napkin it's the tissue and then well and then obviously i'm like well we just turned the heater on we left for like an hour the heat has been running and then where do we go to play of course in the, where it all started in his room Brian likes to call it ground zero so, yeah it's <laughs> ground zero yeah because every time he would wake up from his bed he was like just swollen from head to toe in hives so the, I was like I, we need to get rid of his bed he needs a new bed um, we need to get rid of the carpet we need to just like clean the crap out of it like the, our whole apartment smells like vinegar because vinegar is acidic and it kills everything it, yeah kill like people i i don't th- i don't really think that that's like a common i thought it was but it's not a commonly known thing like people think bleach kills everything but bleach is actually very dangerous and damaging to surfaces a great alternative is white distilled vinegar because um, it is antifungal. It's antibacterial. It's anti everything. Yeah, we're not sponsored by vinegar, so no. <laughs> but yeah, shout out um, to vinegar. And so we kind of left the night like that on a cliffhanger with with you guys. Is like, oh, what happened next? Yeah. Well, nothing. Yeah, we, we're, we're basically become we basically become scientists, and and our baby is uh like a test subject <laughs> so in terms of like well, yeah because we took everything away and now we're like slowly trying to reintroduce things to see what affects him and it just exactly, happens yeah. at the most random times so like yeah, yeah we're playing in his room the heat had been on for like 
I would say a couple of hours at that point, like two or three hours. Two or three hours, yeah. Like he had, it was it was already seven o'clock. We turned the heat on like at five, Did like four thirty-five. We turned the heat on for for his nap. No, we turned it right? on afterwards. Did we? Yes, oh, because yeah, yeah, he woke he up shivering. Yeah. So, yeah, we we had we put a space heater in his room and. Um, when he woke up, it was cold, so we decided, okay, he woke up without hives. It's safe to say the bed is no longer an issue. Let's see if it's the air that's pushing through the vents. We turned on the heat. Everything was good within the first hour. Everything was good within the second hour, and then we were playing in his room, and he's sitting at the top of this um, this storage thing that holds his toys. Yeah. And he's like cracking up and cracking up and he's eating and Brian wipes his face and his cheeks get really red and Brian's like oh maybe it was a napkin or you know he is laughing a lot and it is getting really warm in here and I was like oh, I don't know and I kept questioning it and it was giving me a lot of anxiety and then his ears started to it, just one ear got really really red and that was what was happening to him when he was breaking out into hives and I told Brian, you know what? I'm like getting too anxious about this. Can we just go sit down? It's the last hour before he has to go to bed. Can we just go sit on the couch and relax and watch something together? And maybe you're right. Maybe it is just him getting overworked and he's just getting really rosy and he needs to just relax. Yeah. So that's what we did. And unfortunately, it did not go down. His ear the redness in his ear went away and the redness in one of his cheeks went down significantly but on the other side it did appear to be swollen and very red still and it was still pretty warm to the touch and at that point I was just like so sad and anxious and like all of these feelings all at once like racing through my mind all of these thoughts and we gave him some Benadryl, put him to sleep, and now we're kind of just here at this point where we're like, all right, well, we still don't really know if it was the heat. We don't really know if it was like, is his skin just ultra sensitive right now and anything will irritate it? Like, did the napkin just set it off because he was like, did we accidentally wipe his face too rough? I don't know. And Brian and I have just been discussing like, do we need to move? You know, if so, like, there's just a lot of moving parts. Yeah, that and we're a lot just of, trying to grab. Yeah, like, there's just, just trying to, like, yeah, grasp the thought of, like, okay, we might need to, like, frantically leave here. And that's really hard. Yeah. And that's where we're at. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's going on. Yeah, it's really hard. And I think, I think right now it, it seems difficult and it seems hard. Um, but I, I do, or not, but... <laughs> trying to say the word um not because it's inappropriate but because you know it means other things um what because you know it's a butt oh it's my trying gosh to say a joke. Um, <laughs> um but i i think in the long run i think once we're like okay this moving stuff is gonna happen i do think that we're gonna be excited for it it's gonna be a new start it's gonna be a new thing you know and we're both going to be able to be involved in picking the place because even though we love this place i was the only one here and uh my videos and all that stuff honestly i don't think portrayed the best 
uh, interpretation to this place until you were like until we moved in. Until so we yeah, because you, you didn't see it until yeah. we moved in. So I don't like, know. Yeah, I don't know if we ever told the story, and we don't need to really get into all the details because a lot of them are very personal. Yeah. But when Brian and I were moving into here, into this place, it was under very stressful, very hectic circumstances. We needed to find a place immediately. And um, I was working a lot at that time, yeah. and I just didn't have the time to go look for places. So, because at, at that point, I was telling myself, the more I work, the more money I'll make, so we can just find a place. Yeah, and also, like, her work schedule, a lot of the time ends up being um, 11 to, like, a little bit past 4 or 5. Yeah, it's very, so like, mid-shifty. It's, yeah. it's very, like awkwardly in the day yeah and that's like that's that for time frame is like where everybody shows does showings does <laughs> yeah. viewing so luckily for me my work schedule i get out at 10 11 so mm -hmm. i can i can go yeah so brian did see a couple of places or he saw all of i didn't i don't i didn't think i didn't look at we only yeah, looked at did. one place together yeah <laughs> and it was the very first place we looked at and it was just not a little it wasn't a livable place for anyone in my opinion yeah um, and he saw this place and in the photos we were like wow that looks like a really great place he came to look at it he sent me photos and videos and stuff and he was like giving me his two cents he's like it's really nice but there's a couple of things and I was like well is it a place that is habitable yeah <laughs> does it meet the the like the three main criteria that we had we needed a bathtub for Sebastian to be able to take a bath in because surprisingly it's very hard to find apparently like yeah, a like functional bathtub <laughs> yeah um, a place that has laundry again also pretty difficult to find especially like in a Hispanic neighborhood usually just laundry mats is what most people do and that they, they needed to allow pets because Fang was just a non-negotiable he was he had to come with us he is a, our support cat yeah, all under like a specific price point. And so we got extremely lucky. Brian was like, yeah, it's it's a it's a nice place. He's like, I, just the floors are a little wonky. <laughs> um, and the rooms are a little awkwardly spaced. He's like, but it is spacious. It's just laid out very strangely. Yeah, It's almost like three rooms instead of two rooms in a living room. And I didn't understand what that meant. But he's right. The living room is the same size as the biggest bedroom. Right. Um, and it looks like it used to almost be a room because there's like the doorway. There used yeah. there's like old there's door. Still, there's still hinges. Yeah, there's still hinges. And then the room that we're in is the smallest, but it is still a pretty big room. Yeah. But like I don't know what. By like by like single room standards, it's. You can easily put two twin size beds in here. Yeah, and there's like a, a closet that you could like hide in. Yeah. It's not a walk-in closet, but what do you call that? Like I'd say a stand-in closet. Yeah, stand-in closet. It's it's deep. Yeah. So it's a very spacious place. It's just like any place has its quirks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um and at first I hated it, and I think that was also just because we were under stressful circumstances. Yeah. And um I didn't get to see it, so it was just all a shock to me. Yeah, because in the video, it doesn't it doesn't really portray the grasp of these floors. Well, also though, <laughs> and I think we've said this before in a podcast: if you came here and we didn't mention it, you would not notice it. 
the floor. Yeah, especially it being furnished. Uh, I don't know. I don't think. Uh, yeah, I think maybe, maybe we are biased. Maybe you wouldn't notice it, but until you drop a spherical thing and then you're like, "Why the fuck is it rolling back to me? Is it this place haunted?" <laughs> then you'd be like, "Oh no, it's just the floors are slanted." Yeah, the floors are slanted, and not all of the floors. No, not all of the floors. But like, most like of it, the floors. Yeah, like in Sarah Stan's room, we were playing with the cars and we were pushing them. And I had pushed the monster truck to the other side of the of the, his room, and it's just me and him. Uh, Athena's in the kitchen, or she. You had to. You were texting. You were doing that customer stuff, dealing with a customer, um, a client, a client. There you go. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I would say. And and I'm looking at this monster truck, and it stayed there for at the other side of the room for a good minute, and then it started running, like rolling back to me. No, babe, that's what you call and, superpowers. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure Sarah Stan thought that's what he was doing because he looked at it, and while he was while he was looking at it without <laughs> blinking, he was laughing <laughs> and watching it just roll back to me. And I'm like, yeah, you probably think you you're a superhero, you're a superhero like um, Jack Jack. Yeah. So, I mean, Brian, being the wonderful optimist that he is, keeps trying to remind me because I'm I'm just like so stressed about all of this, and I mean, you are too. I yeah. think. But I think you just um, are very lovely and you have a very different outlook than I do. Like, yeah. I'm very negative I'm, Nancy. Yeah. Worries I mean, about everything. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. When it was like when his face was swollen and we were like, you know, had to like, we're worried about like, oh, well, how long is he going to sleep at grandma and grandpa's? You know, I think at that moment that was like my low point. And, and when I get there, I think it, it just like bounces off of of her of athena because then she's she's already feeling anxious and i'm and she sees that i'm anxious and so i think at that point we're both like trying to be positive but then we can't so like yeah because it's your baby and it's like you want to help what can you do yeah but after cleaning and everything and and like even though we only slept for like four hours i don't know i just woke up and i'm just like you know what it's it's a new day we cleaned it smells good we feel good you know, uh, I you know I, I don't know. I just feel like this is something that I should just you know keep this positivity. And even with his little tiny patch on his little face, uh, yeah, Brian was know. just all words of positive. He was like, you know, and it, 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 it's all true. And I think this goes a lot to like what I talk about. I there there are a lot of things that I like. My brain understands logically, but emotionally, I have a hard time accepting or grasping so like yes thank god it is just on his face thank god it was just isolated thank god it didn't happen all day and we were able to enjoy the day you know he can he has a new bed that's safe to sleep in that we feel comfortable with him sleeping in um and like you said this time if we do end up moving if we decide that that's what's best we do have more help we have more wiggle room and there's just so there's just a lot of things that are not like it was before yeah and but back, when back then i would say it was more negative mm-hmm. this time it's it's still a little negative because in the terms of like sebastian's health and hit like our you know parental like to protect him mm-hmm. uh that aside there is more positivity because you know one we have that more time two we have you know you're not working like that in in the sense like you 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 know you're you're more flexible with your schedule which i think is a good thing because we've had more time to be with sebastian 
mm-hmm. and again my work schedule so we're spending more time together and there's just more helping hands right now mm-hmm. whereas back then uh, it was lot, just us yeah a lot of people were just kind of yeah it was just feeling isolated and your sister and your mom yeah yeah it was more isolated we felt like we were on an island whereas now um, you know everything's settled down it's been a year so people are more like oh well, he, well we're giving you a helping hand here you know you're not by yourself yeah uh, so so I mean I'm very grateful for all of those things and I think being put in these kind of situations also forces you to like and I told Brian this when we were driving home yesterday I very much resent that I resented this place when we moved in here. Like, I hated it. I cried. I was so angry. I was so angry at Brian. Like, I needed to blame someone for why we were here. And I couldn't talk to who I wanted to blame. Or I felt like that. I felt like I couldn't express what I needed to express and what got us in this situation. And so, obviously, when you're kind of isolated and you and your partner are going through a difficult time, sometimes it is easier, although it's not the right thing to do, it's easier to blame them. And I think I did that for a long time. And you taught me to just, like, enjoy this place for what it is and make it our own place. And we ended up doing that. And I ended up loving it. And I do love it. And I just, going through all of this makes me hate that I spent so much time hating it and I wish I could have spent more time loving it the way I do now I think it would have changed things yeah and made the experience better and different and it's like ugh you know hindsight is twenty twenty. you kick yourself in the head for for wishing you knew better previously like lessons that you're learning now and it's funny that we work that way, but then we're kind of like put in a similar situation where we're being tested similarly, and then we'll kind of fall into similar habits. Right. I think luckily the difference now is that we know better, so we know to catch ourselves. But like I said, it's easier said than done. So, you know, it's it's easier to like, yes, I'm extremely grateful for what is different now and what we can control now. But it is very hard to still remain optimistic at the cost of our son's health. Right. And at the cost of, like, not knowing what the future is going to hold, where we're going to go, if we're going to leave. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah, I definitely agree. You know, like, coming here, living here, like, obviously there's some moments when we first moved in here um, that we regretted and, like, later turned it around. Um where I think we're just we're gonna bring that uh like that with us and we're gonna be like okay you know um we're both scheduling to look at places together that's different and that's something that I think is again something that we learned and we're gonna take that as a positive thing mm-hmm. and then like you know two just like being there in the moment you know like like seeing what a place what we can make of that place and not what the place is in itself mm-hmm. because, except for our non-negotiables yeah except for the non-negotiables because mm-hmm. like, again like where where we are in the neighborhood in this neighborhood we tell we can tell anybody in chicago oh i live in this area they're gonna be like you live where yeah and you have a two-year-old <laughs> i'd be like trust me it's not what it seems yeah you know what i mean like people 
put that into the world and then, then and then you don't even get to you never even step foot in this neighborhood and it's just like you don't know the people here mm-hmm. sure there is bad but there's bad everywhere in Chicago and there's bad everywhere in the world mm-hmm. you know I think it's just some places in Chicago are better at hiding it yeah than others yeah and that's one thing that I really appreciate about being on the south side is that the south siders like they own up to it that they're like hey I know I live in a shitty neighborhood. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's it's but like it's grungy in terms of like there's garbage and mm-hmm. there's some abandoned houses. But like you like you come with you come at me in a nice way, like like what, what was it? A neighbor we don't even his this old man, this old Hispanic dude. Super kind. Like really, really helpful, like, loves to talk, welcomed us into his house. You know, and talk and just talks about his job every day and like and and like there's people like that in this in this environment and people wouldn't even bat an eye because it'd be like, oh, this place is always on the news for something mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. And it's just yeah, it's just so crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely think that like living here it's weird. It's there's like this weird pull to living here. Um, I don't know maybe it's just that we like you said we were able to turn things around and make better memories here and just seeing Sebastian loving to be around and it's so lively here Yeah, but like also oddly quiet mm-hmm. sometimes like it's it's very there's a good balance that I enjoy like during when I leave during the day it's in the mornings it's very quiet everyone's yeah. like either at work or asleep yeah no one's out no one's bothering no one's causing problems and then when school comes out everyone's out people are selling paletas and this and that like everyone's just hustling and you know trying to live life like no one wants to bother anyone everyone's just trying to live their life and i love to i love um when people are out and about and i see people like like kids running around in the street and and parents talking and people eating snacks something about that like gives me like almost like summer vibes yeah and the tear it's like that here all the time yeah like during a certain time of the day yeah but then also there's like that quiet time and then at night you can hear people like driving around and like there's still life outside and yeah sure it gets a little noisy sometimes and you know sometimes you're like oh, what was that sound yeah but i mean i i also yeah i i agree but i i also think that it's like how we we perceive everything yeah it's your it's perspective like, yeah because it's like i mean i would i do witness it like all the time you know when i take Sebastian out for the to the neighborhood around the place and you know there's some people that look like gangbangers or something and you know they're they're gangbangers everywhere in chicago so you know like things like that or or um, like a drunk man like coming around i'm always aware of those things like i'm always constantly looking around my surroundings and and sebastian has definitely put into my perspective that like just because they might be what that is doesn't mean they're that, bad that they're bad people because there's yeah. been a bunch of people a bunch of people that have come up to me and be like yeah i am a gangster or you know like like oh yeah i am a homeless man but yeah you know like like people will like admit it yeah and and they see sebastian and they see me and they're like they're just like you're good people mm-hmm. you know you know like you're good people like you know 
they leave us alone they tell us that you know they that our kid is awesome and he's a handsome man like god bless him people will go as far as telling brian if you ever need anything (laughs) yeah yeah exactly you know like they'll just be like oh yeah you know if anybody gives you issues like come to me i'll I'll handle it (laughs) brian's like right what's your name (laughs) yeah you know like i put on my notepad and everything um it you know it it's just like that and then there's some nights too where we've noticed like like we look at this like one time we athena downloaded this citizen app and it like tells you and anybody can post shit so i think that that like played a trick on us so they'd be like oh there was you know something that sounded like gunshots or whatever and so we're like oh man this neighborhood is bad and the next thing you know we're hearing gunshots and then we're like oh man but there'll be other days where I'd say Athena's how she said like the neighborhood was really calm and quiet in the morning and then she sees school you know com- people coming out of school and work and she's like oh everybody's having a good day you know what I'm gonna walk with with Sebastian and Brian and we're walking around and she meets those people that fall in love with Sebastian and tell us to have a blessed day and and we come back home and we're like man we love this neighborhood mm-hmm. at night quiet not a not a not a sound no no people saying like or the citizen app doesn't go off Mm -hmm. so i think it's just how we present like the energy yeah and and that that does carry that does carry with yeah everything around here yeah it's all about like how you said it's the energy that you carry it's uh some people's favorite words some people's least favorite word which like what you manifest into this world um, and I know we've talked about that before, like what perspective you have is kind of like what the universe is going to give back to you. And I think that's also like what I've been struggling with this situation that we're going through with Sebastian is like, I keep telling myself, like there's this voice in my head that's like telling myself, Athena, if you keep on with these negative thoughts, if you keep thinking it's going to come back, then it is going to come back because whatever energy you put out there, you're going to receive and I'm like, ah, I don't want to do that. Like, I try to stay positive and I try and tell myself this and that. And it's easy to fall in that wormhole of like, oh, if you do this, that's going to happen. And that's not healthy either. It's about finding a balance of like, okay, it's okay to feel anxious and to feel scared that this could happen again. That's normal. I think anyone would feel like that if they saw their child or their loved one get that bad. Yeah. Um, but it's also okay to be like, okay, this sucks, but it's going to get better. Yeah. Like, even though you don't know how, it it, it, it is. It's yeah. hard to have that kind of faith. It's hard yeah. to have that. Sometimes you got to stare, you know, fear in the face and give them a wet willy. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it is. Especially when you weren't taught that to be that way. Like, I was certainly not raised that way. Um, by certain people but then by certain people I was and so like there's always that like contradicting thought in my mind of like this is anything is possible yeah you know tomorrow he could go incident free and then the next day and then the next day and I told Brian that I was like I honestly feel like I would need like two solid weeks of him not having a breakout to feel a little at ease but then even then I feel like I would still be on edge that it could happen again at any moment. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I do too. And I was like, so then at that point, what should we just move? Would it just be easier? And he was like, yeah, we should. And then we're like, mm, but we don't really want to move. Like we, we love being here. It's yeah. very like up and down, bittersweet. Like, I don't know what, do, like 
what do people do in these situations? There's no like. There's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing really you can do. Just like, you know, when when we start looking at places, I mean, we're another place. There's something out there that is going to give us the same feeling, and if not more, like we go to that viewing. Say we go to a viewing tomorrow, right? For example, in another neighborhood, and it's a, the same amount of rent, maybe a little bit bigger space. Right away, we're like, oh, man, it's already bigger space. Plus, oh, shit, we don't got to go down up these stairs to go back down some stairs to do some laundry. Plus, you know, like, we don't have to share a gangway with some, like, like people that like to hog it. Plus, you know, like, <laughs> like things like that. Like, that's just going to be, like, I think things that slowly uh, help us let go of this place and be mm-hmm. like, okay, you know what? We are ready to let go of this place. Uh, we, yeah. We're not going to forget it, you know, and I told at the end of this too because we were, we were mostly, we're mostly sad because of the gangster cats. Like, <laughs> you know, we see them, we try to feed them. We've, we've named some of them and mm-hmm. like, we don't want to let them go. And I told her like, well, we can always come back here and, you know, like obviously when Sebastian gets older, like we do want to show him like, hey, this and we don't know if he grows up, maybe this place is gentrified and it's different. Um, we're going to be those people. Yeah. This but used to be. Yeah. We're going to tell him like we're going to try to humble him. And be like you grew up in this area before it is now. Yeah. You know, like like McKinley Park. I grew up in McKinley Park. Yeah. It is not what it used to be. And neither is neighborhoods like Pilsen and um, the neighborhood that we are currently living in is not too far from either of those and we are noticing gentrification happening very I wouldn't even say slowly like it's just mm, happening it's just happening yeah Um. and yeah so I think for me the heart like I, I do struggle with I wouldn't say change but uncertain change I actually do enjoy changing things um, like I Brian and I were talking about this recently I don't know if it's just like my I like to jokingly say I have undiagnosed ADHD yeah. but I always say I don't know if it's my undiagnosed ADHD like I love to change the space around me I like to move things around I get bored very easily it's healthy yeah it's, it's healthy. I like I like to and I think I even said in our last podcast like I hate sticking in like there's nothing that can keep me in a job if I'm bored of it or if it's no longer challenging or if I've lived the same routine over and over again it drives me crazy so in that sense I like it but because I can expect it or I can control some aspect of it but change that is uncertain and feels scary is scary (laughs) yeah there's a there's a saying I forgot how the saying goes like 100% but it's like um when you're constantly in uh, uh on repeat you become your senses become blind to certain things yeah, you're, you're like so if you're blind. in a room where there's garbage everywhere your nose is going to become blind to that garbage mm-hmm. you know it, you know all, all those things and if you're not changing your environment you're not adapting and you're not changing you're not growing yeah and so you're not yeah exactly you're not going to grow and then you're not going to see those things and you're going to become that garbage or you're going to become this and you're going to become that and you yeah know, nobody should be like that nobody should be like that i hate that's like one thing i think that i don't like and yeah so it drives me crazy yeah i heard this podcast 
of this lady or I listened to a podcast and this lady was like something that I actively do in my life that some people think is crazy is I seek discomfort because discomfort is where change happens is where growth happens and she's like she was like and and also too since we've been going to the gym I've heard that a lot too and I'm like that's so true I hate it but it's so true when you're going to the gym or just in life in general stop doing what feels comfortable stop living in a life that feels comfortable look for that discomfort crave that discomfort seek it out because that is where your growth happens that is where you learn things that is where change happens that is where opportunities open and i love that and it's so inspirational and then when it happens (laughs) it's hard it's it it is uncomfortable it is scary because are we gonna move who knows Mm -hmm. where are we gonna move who knows yeah I, i wish someone could come down from heaven itself and be like a, B, C, and D needs to happen in order for this to happen, and they are all going to happen for you. Yeah. And there is none of that, unfortunately. Yeah. And that's what is like, that's where the anxiety comes from. Is like, there's so many moving parts. Moving in general is stressful, especially with a child. Yeah. So many things need to happen and need to work out just to move. And that's without like external stressful circumstances. But on top of that, having these stressful circumstances where like there's a little bit of a time crunch, it's hard. It's hard not to feel like, okay, well, where can I go? Where, what is safe? How fast can I get there? Will I get approved to live there? Simple things like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely one thing about like, you know, going to basic training and everything uh, that is something in that, the army he's referring to. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> well, you, you could literally be referring to anything. What other places do they refer basic training? I don't know. That's why I'm just specifying. <laughs> um, is that discomfort? They they, and that's why a lot of like drill sergeants and stuff, um. And I agree to some point, to some extent, is that now or this era of, of people, I don't know if they're still doing it. They're taking that away. Um, and I think that's a bad thing. And it's like, because I've been through it and like being in that discomfort where you're constantly like, I don't know what is going to happen today. I don't even know if I'm going to eat today. But all I know is, is that I'm going to make it through the day so that I can go back to sleep. <laughs> yes, that's that's kind of where I'm at at and, this point. Yeah. And I'm it's just, just like, like surviving to make it to my bed. Yeah, and it's just like that's all you gotta focus on is sometimes it's just like one thing, but at the same time not forgetting about everything else. Mm-hmm. So it's such a hard balance. Yeah, so it's like right now we're trying to focus on Sebastian's health and like sure we're worried about either if we're gonna stay here or if we're gonna move. And um, I think we just need to get in that mindset like okay. We are going to keep both of those open and we're going to tackle them as hard as we can when they come along. So when we get a viewing, we're going to make sure that we can both go. If possible, all three of us go and we're going to we're going to hit it hard and we're going to walk around. We're going to ask questions and we're going to be like, do you like it? Do you like it? Maybe it's too big. Maybe it's too small. It's not worth it. And then we're just going to be like, all right, cool. Let's come back home. Mm -hmm. And that's it. 
and at the same time we're just gonna keep an eye on him and Sebastian and like you know um see where it goes see where it goes from there and then mm. yeah the hardest thing to to ever do in this life for me is what people say taking it day by day because i very much operate i want all the answers i want to know what's going to happen today tomorrow and the day after unfortunately that's just how my brain works and i know that that's not how the world works and so being a mindful person and living in the moment and day by day is so hard for me because I just I just want to know like someone just tell me you know but something that you have definitely taught me and Sebastian has definitely taught me is when you do actually finally have a moment where you're living in the moment it is so wonderful and such a like relief because I think I had that today a lot more than I do on on most days because I'm always like and I think us as a society and as humans we're always worrying about the next thing we're always yeah. thinking about the next thing yeah. and the next thing you know you're looking back and you're like what the fuck I missed all of this yeah like where was I where was my mind yeah. it's somewhere else and I I I, I really struggle with that and today we were just I feel like both of us felt it we were so present with him um, as much as we could be and and I, th I feel like it was quite a bit like we shared a lot of moments where we were just like like today we, w we went on to the park and we weren't planning on it we just we went to go get his bed and then we were I just very spontaneously was like let me turn into Dunkin Donuts yeah <laughs> and let's get a coffee because we're so tired yeah. So then we got a coffee and we were like, let's get some donuts. Like, thing, we, we never do that. We never do those things. Yeah. And then I was like, why don't we go to the park? Because that's usually a part of his routine around this time. I don't usually go with you because I'm at work or at the gym. But I was like, let's just go because we're here and you're on vacation. And Brian was like so excited. He was like, wow, is this what vacation feels yeah, like? Yeah, so it felt so nice, you know. It just feels, feels good. Like, it's a different kind of feeling because when we went vacation in uh vegas um it was very much like we wanted to be tourists so we we were always thinking about the next thing yeah and mm -hmm. right now we're not so it just feels nice to just be like oh you know what i am in the mood for some dunkin donuts mm -hmm. so we went and it just i forgot that feeling because lately we've been like oh you know well i'm 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 a fat girl on the inside. I don't, know. <laughs> if, I don't know if you could tell by the sound of my voice. I know people say like, "Oh yeah, you could tell like they're husky," but um, what? My, yeah, yeah. People say that you can hear you can hear somebody like by hearing the voice. I have that you never tell in my life heard of such husky a thing or not. Apparently, I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, every day I don't think I think about every day on my way home from work. I don't think there's not one time where I don't comment those McDonald billboards. <laughs> and I'm just like, damn, two for six bucks. <laughs> sounds real good right and, you know, now. Real, and then a thing would be like, no, we have food at home. And I'd be like, yeah, you're right. And so like today it was just like, she just skirt. And I'm like, where are we? And she's like in the Dunkin' Donuts she, he's, like, he's like, what are you doing? Yeah. I was like, my grandma sent me a link that coffee is free all May. And On then Mondays. I read the link. <laughs> 
I read the link and it was like only on Mondays and I was like damn it's Tuesday and then I felt peer pressured because this guy was standing there and like trying to like tell me to like move up into the drive-thru there was no way to exit I had to drive through the drive-thru and I was like fuck it we're here let's just get the damn coffee yeah and then I was like do you want donut and Brian's like uh yeah And then I was like, you know what? Let's go to the park. Yeah. And we went to the park. And then we just so happened to have one bag of Teddy Grahams left. And blueberries. And some freeze-dried blueberries. Or dehydrated De- blueberries. Dehydrated, yeah. Freeze-dried. <laughs> for, yeah. for dogs. Yeah. Um, And we usually, when we go to the park, we go to the playground for Sebastian. But it was dead. And it was cold. And I was like, I don't want to do that. Like, I'm kind of just in the mood to like, just go just on the walk. little... Yeah, to go on a little walk. Yeah. I never want to do that. Yeah, and you unintentionally taught Sebastian to hiss at geese. Yeah, because they were hissing at him, and he's my child, so I needed to protect him, and I needed to tell those geese to back the fuck off. Anyways, well, we went on the walk, and I don't know why. Oh, oh, because well, recently we went to the mall and I showed Sebastian that if he threw his little cookies at the birds, oh, they would yeah. eat them. <laughs> so he remembered that and he started throwing little pebbles, like little, rocks, the tiny little, little rocks, tiny rocks into, the, into water. the water at the ducks. And he was trying to feed them and I thought it was the sweetest thing in the world. And then he, honestly, this, and now that I think of it, now that I'm saying all these things out loud, everything happened in, in such a miracle kind of way. Like, the coffee randomly gave us the energy and led us to going to the park, which made me just want to randomly go on a walk, which then led to Sebastian having so much fun. And the only reason why we ended up feeding the animals was not because he was throwing the rocks at the ducks, but if you remember, he asked to eat. Yeah. He was saying he was hungry and we were about to leave. Mm -hmm. And because he said he was hungry, I pulled out a tiny little bag of Teddy Grahams and his dehydrated um, blueberries. blueberries. Which he he wanted none at the time. Yeah, he wanted none of them. But then he pretended to be a a duck? I don't know. He just got on, he got on all fours and he started yeah. acting like an animal. Yeah, he, he started <laughs> pretending to be one of the animals and he's like, well, if they're eating it, I'm going to eat it. Yeah. So then the, he started eating it off of our hands. And, and it just kind of like one yeah. thing led to another and that's kind of like how the whole day unfolded. One thing led to another and the next thing you know, we're living in this like Snow White Cinderella moment where yeah. the whole fucking park's worth of geese, ducks, squirrels, goddamn dogs Every animal you could think of at some point crossed our path. Us, yeah. And, to, and baby and ducklings. Yeah. Like, like literally ducks. everything just came up to us. Tiny little birds. Tiny birds. Squirrels with fucked up hands. Medium sized. Oh, you mean bread? Yeah. Brian named him bread. No, you named him bread unintentionally. You see, everything was unintentional, but everything happened. <laughs> yeah. And so then we're feeding these, like, li- like so many animals. Brian, at one point, he just couldn't stop laughing. He was beside himself. He's like, look around you, look around yeah. you. He's like, they're <laughs> so, right there. They're so, they were so close. Yes, they were so close. It's so annoying because they were so close, but they were like, nah, you can't pet me. Yeah. I'm going to walk away. Well, yeah. But it was it was such a magical moment, yeah. and Sebastian and I were just like really living in the moment. We were just like watching them all. It was the first time he didn't want to touch any of them; he just wanted to feed them, and it was just so beautiful. And then he was okay with leaving. Yep. 
granted he did cry when we saw the playground and, and the, and we didn't stop by ball. yeah <laughs> but you know that's okay that's, yeah but all of that happened and it all happened kind of like by chance yeah same thing with his cars yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't even know how that. Like, I was just like, so soon. Do you want to like look at these cars? Yeah, you were like, used to have birthday money, and then he was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Yay. it was. You know what it was? It was because whatever he was looking at previous to that, I was trying balls. to distract him. He's like a bouncy. Oh, ball. he was trying to. Yeah, he was trying to bounce all of the balls around Target, and you can't do that. So it was the it, again by chance on the other side of that aisle just so happened to be all the Hot Wheels. Yep. And all I had to say was, do you want to look at the cars? He goes, yay. <laughs> yeah. And it distracted him so that he would stop taking all the balls out and throwing yeah. them all over the, the store. Yeah. Good thing we, I mean, granted, he, so when he saw the Hot Wheels, he started off with with a pack of 20. We were able to, to dwindle it down. Brian's like, let me explain to you how we swindled him down yeah, to five. Yeah, swindled it down to five. Love, thank God. Yeah. Yeah. He was trying to get the big one. Yeah. Because he already has like 20 cars in here in this house alone I'm sure like no no I know he has I know he has more cars than he 20 doesn't. because he's made me count no cause when I organized his room and oh. his toys he made me count all of them with yeah, him yeah he does do that <laughs> I mean I th- well roughly 20 to 30 but at grandma and grandpa's he has like 40 to 50 yeah so he has a lot of cars anyway but now that I say it out loud Aside from what happened to his face, today was just, a, and I mean, we knew that. It was we spontaneous. Talked it was a really good day. It was very spontaneous. Yeah, which is, again, something that, ironically, you have said that you don't really like like doing. No, when I... When it comes to things. Like, it depends. Like, if someone were to ask me, am I a spontaneous person? Yes and no. I think we talked about this when we went to Vegas. We are airy. We're very air signy. Yeah. But we like to have like a loose plan. Like I'm. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, a yeah. Loose, we did. We I'm did. a loose yeah. planner. Yeah, she like, doesn't. She doesn't like where if like say we were friends and we didn't live together and I was like, oh, do you want to hang out? And then she's like, yeah. And then I go to her, to pick her up, and then we just sit in the car for like an hour. And do nothing. I don't want that. Yeah, but if I, on my way there, I'm like looking at stuff and I'm like, all right, we're going to go here. And then we go and then she comes up with an idea and I'm like, well, let's go here. Well, then that is something that yeah, she Yeah, like, yeah, if you had, like, if we had a plan to do something and we're just not feeling the vibes, I'm totally down to change it up. Yeah. And like go somewhere else. Or yeah. we go there and we're like, man, let's go do something else. I'm, I'm all for spontaneity. Yeah. But... If you told me we were going to do something and I'm looking forward to it and then it not end up happening, I am going to yeah. get a little disappointed. Yeah, I th- yeah, I think that definitely happened a lot in Vegas because I don't think after Vegas, we have never talked about ever getting a tattoo. But when we were <laughs> in Vegas, we we're like, let's go get one. And then we went and then we we're like, how much? Nah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but after that i don't think we've ever ever had that until today well obviously we didn't bring up tattoos but like today we were just like oh let's just go here let's just do this mm-hmm. they say that like so. you're they when i listen to a lot of podcasts i like to listen to a lot of podcasts about like manifesting and you know cre- i think i'm sure i've said this before full circle yeah like uh you know creating your own world and 
Um, sorry, I just got so distracted with you like full on yawning <laughs> on, on your microphone. microphone. <laughs> I was trying to eat it. Uh, yeah, that, that's why I thought it was funny. You're like, you've opened your whole mouth to the length of the microphone. Because I was in my head, I'm like, wow, I'm not making any noise. So I'm just like, ha <laughs> um, <laughs> But no, thank you, you made for me putting on. me out there. Yeah. You made me on. So, what was I saying? You distracted me. Well, you put me out here. I'm, I Nobody would have known that I was yawning. You anyway. You said something. Anyway. What was I saying? Embarrassing me. That's what you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was talking about the podcast that I listened to. Right, And right, right. how, like, the type of podcasts that I listen to, a lot of questions that people will ask are, like, how do you know that, like, you're on the right path? Like, there's this kind of, like, debate and usually the description is kind of like what I described is like life just seems to flow and I never really understood what that meant but today just kind of felt like that like life just kind of flowed like everything just like fell into place and felt right and none of it was really planned like we went to go pick up Sebastian we we had a plan we were like we're gonna go do this and then we're gonna do that and then I was like "Mm, you know what something's telling me let's stay here for a little bit and then it worked out because then we ended up getting our package that we were waiting to have delivered way sooner than we needed it or like than we expected it yeah and then we were like oh now we can go to target and get his bed and then you know everything unfolded from there like the cars and Sebastian was so good and he the cars led to him willingly leaving target without a fuss yeah (laughs) <laughs> and getting the bed and the bed thank god fit in the car and like everything just kind of happened the way it needed to and i guess like why i was so disappointed at the end of the night was because everything happened so beautifully and perfectly and then it was like did we really need to end it like that on such a sour note like i wake up every morning now with anxiety to go look at his face like i'm like practically running to his door to go look at his body so I can't wait until this era is over and this these are just stories that we're telling yeah scary stories and I, I tell myself that all the time like Athena you've been you've been through a lot you've been through too much for a 24 year old and you look back at all these things now and they're just stories and you've gone through all of them and you you think to yourself like you see Athena you were gonna get through that and you do and I do and we do but when you're in the moment it's so hard to remember that yeah Ugh. speaking of which I know I'm talking a lot I'm so sorry are you tired no I'm not tired am I boring you no yeah boring me <laughs> you're so quiet you got I know you're tired when you get quiet no it's just cause you keep like damn I keep talking <laughs> <laughs> oh shut up no I just you know I don't want you to shut up. I'm so sorry. No, it just it's just you're saying a lot of things that I I'm getting caught in the moment and I'm listening to you. Mm-hmm. That's why. Mm-hmm. Oh, I swear. You don't. Mm-hmm. Stop rubbing your eyes and yawning. Don't tell me what to do. It's my body. That's true. Yeah. Take that. But I told the I said I said that to someone who I work for. What that it's your body or work with. Or works for me, or they don't work for me, but my client. What are you talking about? They it's your body? No, let me finish. I'm trying to first of all phrase something. I was speaking to someone recently, and I said something about like I've been through a lot, 
as a 24 year old and mm-hmm. they like gave me that this face of like you have it yeah like they're like like oh like one of those like what could you have what what could you have gone through at 24 i'm like oh if only you knew why well, I, I hate it when and people a lot are, and you, you, i get that a lot actually i hate when people are like that i get that a lot a lot of and i think like even people who like would have known me like in high school like just most people like just have no idea yeah. i mean you, no one knows no one knows what anyone's going through right but like yeah why do people do that and i was so annoyed i was like you don't know me you don't know what i've been through right you only know what i choose to share right exactly exactly but people yeah people just always there's always gonna be those people always gonna be people out there like that and then I even said too I like I like scoffed at it in like a laughing way. I was like I could literally write a book about the shit that I've been through. Like yeah. I could write a whole book. Yeah. Like like a Harry Potter thick ass book. Dang with dragons and shit. Mm-hmm. Dang. With dragons and shit. <laughs> Don't you think? Wouldn't you say? Well in terms of like mythical creatures, yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> Never mind. No, yeah, I agree. I'm saying yes. I agree with you. I do think you could write a book. You've been through a lot of stuff. You've been through a lot of shit. And you've persevered and you pushed through it. And, you know, you made it. You made it. You know, I made here. it this far. Yeah. Why not keep going? I'm not trying to not keep I going. I know you're not. I'm not saying that either. Twisting my words. <sighs> We are keep we are continuing to keep to what yeah whatever keep keeping on I'm t- yeah keep keeping on Godly I think this is where we end it I'm tired <laughs> you're tired yeah I am actually I'm emotionally tired Brian brought the TV in here he said just in case for later. It is 11.39. You're looking pretty tired yourself. Don't tell me how I look. <laughs> I don't think you're going to do anything. Man, I remember TV. one time I had told Athena, I'm like, I'm like, you look tired. And she was living. <laughs> and now over here, now she's over here constantly throwing me. Man, you look tired. You need a nap. I don't mean you like, not like in a way where you like, you don't look good. Like you look tired. I mean, like your eyes are getting heavy. I've and you're that's, yawning, and that's what I've you're said to you. You're rubbing your eyes, and that's what I've said to you. You're pre- when, okay, when okay, I let me rephrase it. it. You are presenting with signs of wanting to sleep. Is that better? And that's what I meant when I said, "Yeah, you look well, tired." You didn't you're say over that. there, like oh, you say, I have bags over my eyes. I'm like, no. I all I said was that you look tired. <laughs> I was over here trying Leave to be me alone. I was trying to sound I'm sincere. I'm a woman. I'm a sensitive woman. I was trying to sound sincere Leave and everything. Leave me alone. Yeah. You don't know me. I do. You don't know what I've been through. I do. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, I could be your... your uh, is there My ghostwriter? Yeah. <gasps> no. I was going to say co-signer. <laughs> no. I think if you were my ghostwriter, you would be writing a very different novel. It I, would somehow have... I would just write one chapter. I would let you do a feature in my book. No, no, no. I meant like how I write because I don't put, like I'm bad at putting commas and separations. It oh, would just come just out to be one, be one chapter. chapter. <laughs> it would just be like one chapter. Yeah. But it it would be would, a whole book, just one chapter. There's no intro or anything. It's one book. Yeah, I would need to hire like a team of editors to be like, he's got good material. 
But just like find the punctuation. Yeah, proofread this, please. <laughs> and then don't pay him for any of the yeah. ghost writing that he did. Pay yourselves. Yeah, and then there's gonna be like little doodles every once in a while. I like books like that. I like um, books that have like little little illustrations every once in a while. Yeah, but they would be replacing words. Oh no! Yeah. You do that a lot like when you text. Like if I put lollipop, I'll, I'll put. I'll just draw a lot. You do that a lot when you text. Brian is very much if the world or if God gives him <laughs> something with a function, even if he doesn't need that function, he uses that function. For example, the diaper bag that we used to have had a little, I don't even know how to describe to this. Oh, we still have. Well, the diaper bag. Yeah, we still have the diaper bag. Ugh, we need to get a new one. Or like a backpack. You know how like some backpacks have like, you can like clip them across your chest? Yes, I do that. Brian will do it every time he wears a backpack, even though you don't need to do that. Yes, you do. Or like, say a garbage can had two ways to open it. Okay, let's say there was an easy way and a more difficult, annoying way. Brian will do both of them. Because the function is available to him. Yes. And not just choose the easiest way. Like the diaper bag. So you know how some backpacks have like handles that you can hang up on hooks? Yeah. It had a strap that you could close both handles together with the button. Yeah, to make it one strap. Yeah, to make it like one strap. So it's easier to handle. We never hold the diaper bag by the handle. I do. But Brian would constantly snap it shut. And then when we were in emergency situations where Sebastian was getting messy and we needed to very quickly pull something out of the diaper bag, you had to just go through like that extra step of like unclipping it. And I'm like, why do you clip it together? If you, n- I've never seen you hang that diaper bag up anywhere. I've never even seen you hold it by the handle. Well, now you we, usually throw the straps on your arm on your arms, and then you even mess up the length of the strap because your shoulders are bigger than my shoulders. Yeah. So you want me to suffer because you don't want me to change? That's the not what this is about. Okay. It, it sounded like it. <laughs> I just needed to get that off my chest. Golly. Sorry I mean, for being a different size. Sorry for being a different person. <laughs> can you think of I could be called tired, you can't be called. I can't adjust the straps. <laughs> Cause God forbid it's a little uneven because your shoulders are smaller than mine. Can you think of anything other examples of things that you do like that? No, but I can think of other examples that like you know, bother you. Like example. I, she could wear my chanclas because they're already stretched out. Don't even, Brian. But don't I, even get God me started. God forbid I wear hers because now. Don't even today, get me today started. Because today she was like, she was like, <laughs> yeah, well, you I don't even talk fit into today. these anymore because you stretched them out. You've, you've physically, Brian. you physically have looked at me and be like, Brian, can we trade chanclas? I just like yours better. No. Yes, we have. I have never have. said that. Yes, I have you never have. said that. Yes, This is what happened. Have. Today, oh we walked God. into the house or yesterday, one of the days, because we were throwing something out. And we walked out in our house chanclas. And then Brian was like, oh, we should have worn our shoes because it's all muddy outside. And I was like, damn, you're right. And we got upstairs and we what? have... You were right. Okay. And then we got upstairs and we were wiping our feet on our rugs that we have inside. Riping? 
Wifey, you hate when I do that to you. You're so mean. You Riping. hate. You hate when I do that to you. You're annoying. And so I, I'm watching him wipe his feet with his big ass chanclas, and I was like, I look at him and I'm like, I can't do that with mine because my feet will slide out because you've stretched mine out so much. Brian is a size 11. I'm a size nine in women. That's like the equivalent of a size seven in men. So he is, his feet are significantly larger than mine. Um, and then he was like, okay, well the next time I don't want to hear when you're wearing my chanclas and I can't find them. So I need to wear yours. Tell me why then when we wake up from our nap, I look down at your feet and you're wearing my chanclas and yours are right next to mine. (laughs) You deliberately choose to wear mine because you love me. Yeah, and you Not deliberately choose necessity. to love mine or wear mine because you love me. Exactly. And you, you deliberately choose to trade mine with yours because you love me. You started that actually, no, I and didn't. I thought it was cute, so oh, we do that okay, now. Whatever. Yes. Now you like to throw the fingers. Here we go. For you know what? Every time you point one finger at me, there's three pointing back at you, sucker. Yeah, and they're my toes that don't fit in my chanclas. No, you're, no, they're not. They're your fingers. You're Today's rag, not one of those days. Ragamuffin. today's not one of those days where earlier today I had you cracking up I told Brian I don't know anybody who makes you laugh more than me nobody besides Sebastian he makes me laugh that's true he's pretty hilarious he is pretty hilarious but more than me no I feel like he's just but let him start saying some words yeah I I think he's I think he's just as funny as me but in other ways I don't know he's gonna start having you and I run for your monies Dang, that's hurtful. Those are yeah. hurtful words. Yeah, well, so is hearing that Ali is funnier than me. Well, <laughs> oh my gosh. Every time Brian randomly starts bringing things up, that's where I know it's time to end it. <laughs> this has suddenly become our therapy session. <laughs> Tell me more. What What's really pressing you? Well, it all started when I was three. Oh gosh. All right. Well, on that note, guys. We hope you enjoyed us talking about what's going on in our life recently. Pray for us and that everything works out. We'll pray for you in case you're going through something as well. You never know. Uh, Any last words, honey bun? (laughs) Say that. Uh, No, just, you know, like the same. Obviously, we always like just, you know, want to thank you guys for listening and for hearing us talk shit. Um, like an old married couple, right? And yeah, you know, like we're Ooh, we're hope they miss me. You, you're in our <laughs> prayers, and we hope that you um wearing yours. <laughs> okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> well, we hope we made you laugh, and we'll see you next time. Yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. You're a butt. Why am I a butt? Muncher. Huh.